Psycho Steve presents. Hey guys and girls and everything in between, this is your podcasting pal, Psycho Steve, here on Hair Today, Gone Tomorrow. We are today very, very fortunate and blessed to have one of my favorite singers, Mr. Machenko Mitchell of Steelheart. So, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. All right. How's it going, man? Excellent. How about yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm a little, uh, uh, I think I'm a little hungover actually from last night, so I'm a little slow, so bear with me. I will definitely bear with you. What is your poison? What's that? What is your poison? What do you drink? Um, I like, uh, you know what, I think, uh, I would say probably it would be a margarita. Awesome. Okay. It's got to be done right. Nice. Are you? I do, I do milliliters. Okay. Right on. Uh, is it on the rocks or is it frozen? Steelheart just came out with a new album or is due to come out with a new album at the 30th anniversary the best of uh, the question is first of all who came up with the name Steelheart um, that was a kind of a, that was an interesting one we were at uh, Barney's Beanery here in LA and uh, when we, we had Red Alert and we had to change the name because there was a DJ in, uh, in New York uh, named uh, Red Alert okay. so we changed the name uh, we had to change the name so we were at the Barnes Beanery, my manager, uh, the A&R guy from Universal, and the band. And we just started rambling names, you know, who's going to come up with something, we just come up with a name, Art, Steel, as bad, you know, somebody said Steel, and somebody said Art, and I got Steel Art, there it is, done. And uh, it was formed right there at uh, lunchtime, and uh, Barnes Beanery. Wow. So, that was it. Yeah. Awesome. Interesting. Okay. So everybody knows your voice, including myself. Was vocal your first instrument? Yeah, absolutely. I started singing when I was like, what, four or five years old. I was singing through the radio when I was uh, in Croatia. Uh, I would be singing to all the, like, the like, Schlager songs, you know. And um, all the time. It was really intense. Uh, and then I, uh, when I came back, uh, when I came to the United States, um, we started doing uh, country songs. John Cash and all the uh, John Denver, all that stuff. So, yes, that was always my first my first choice. Nice. Now, are you self-taught or did you have vocal lessons? Um, you know, I was self-taught. And then I went to some vocal lessons, like when I was up. Uh, 13, right. 14, and um, I did I did some lessons, but I only, I think it was, I would say no longer than maybe two months tops, and um, it was more of uh, just learning. 
learning what I needed to know, you know. Right. And, uh, and then from there, it was up to me. I mean, it's truly up to me just to focus and to figure out how to do how to do certain notes and things, knowing my voice, what it can and can't do, and and then just kind of doing it. So it was uh, a lot of self-talk. But I did, you know, connect with some great uh, vocal teachers for a minute. Copy. So did you know about your range back then, or is it something you just, like, was joking around and then you just started singing it and it just came out naturally? No, no. I, I, oh, I always know. I always, it was really intense. You know, the voice, the way it was going. And, and also the way, even, I'll never forget being uh, in the, uh, with this vocal teacher and the way my voice would be going, I would be able to go from a normal voice into a falsetto, but it would be, there would be no change. Right. So you wouldn't hear, you wouldn't hear it. Like even if you're doing the scales, you wouldn't hear the, you know, the change in the vocal. In the vocal. Well, it was funny, I remember he, he actually brought somebody up in the room. He goes, hey, you gotta hear this, you gotta hear this, like this, check this out. He goes, there's no, it's just seamless. So we love that, that brought me to another awareness, should I say, you know. Awesome. So, but it was, it was, you know, it's a lot of work. It's really up to you at the end of the day, you know, the practice, the focus, the, uh, the respect, you know, to your vocal, to your throat, you know, like I don't, like I don't get hammered when I'm, you know, right. making like a fish. I don't do that once in a while, but uh, I don't smoke. I never smoke or drug. Uh, that's the only way because I feel so gifted. My voice is a gift. Right. Um, and if you don't respect it, they will take it. You know, the gods will just, however you want to look at it, they will, they will go. They will take it away from you. So I, um, I'm blessed that uh, I can still sing and I still have this voice and this energy, you know? And, um, and that's why that's what it is. You know, I keep, uh, right now, I'm just focusing on other levels of, you know, reaching, reaching uh, the soul. Right. You know, I'm singing to the listener. It's my communication with everybody, you know? So um, I'm always learning, growing, seeing how I can go to next levels, you know, as a singer. So, uh, yeah, we're good. Awesome. Okay, here's a little off-the-wall question. Do you sing in the shower? Um, no. I, um, I will do, I mean, actually anywhere, whatever it comes out, if you're feeling it, you know what I mean? Right. If I'm writing, if I'm writing, I will always have, uh, the phone and my little bow speaker in the shower and everywhere, you know, the rooms, and, um, I'll play it or the backing track if I'm working on a, a song. Right. You know, melodies come through. The one thing I can say with a shower is really important is that some great ideas come in the shower. Right. You know? And um, it's like, and sometimes it's like you leave the shower on and you have the music in the other room. You'd be really surprised what you can hear in between the the door, the shower, the rooms. It's like you hear either 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 I'm like out of my mind, but I hear stuff that you can't hear if you're just listening to it head on. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You're hearing it from afar, from afar, and there's these little voices and things, and melodies that they're just right there. It's like, oh, there it is. Okay, and just thanks to me. It's really interesting. That is interesting. So, um, 
Yeah, so I don't really sing in the shower, but uh, I guess I'm, I guess everybody's singing in the shower, that's what I talk about. <laughs> yeah, once in a while. Gotcha. <laughs> once in a while. All right. Well, speaking of music and everything, when you hear your music on the radio and everything, or you happen to be somewhere that your music is playing and you have control of it, especially like in the car or whatnot, do you turn it down or change the station or turn it off? Why would I turn it down? Why would I change it? And why would I turn it off? Awesome. Are you kidding me? It's a gift. When you when you hear yourself on the radio, no matter how many times you've heard it, it's always it's always in the eye. It's a gift, you know. I listen. I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, Jesus, you know, somebody actually sees you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right on. So. Um, yeah, that's absolutely not. Unless somebody else in the car doesn't want to hear it. Of course they want to hear it. Awesome. You know, so, Speaking uh, of cars, I'm a big car enthusiast. I used to work in the car business. What kind of car do you drive? Uh, I have a 750 uh, BMW Vintage. Awesome. I have a, yeah, it's like a limo style mafia mobile, I call it. Awesome. <laughs> mafia mobile, yeah. I've always, always, always into cars too, but uh, lately I've been just focusing on just music, just building my life, my company, and all this stuff. So cars kind of took a side uh, but I'm, I think I'm ready to get back in it. I have some really cool cars. So I'm ready to, uh, I think it's time to get back into that. Nice. And you said you spoke about like how the whole when you got your first record deal with Universal and everything, uh, record companies are a big different than they were back in the day when you got first signed. When you got your first advance, what did you buy? My first, I bought myself a watch. Okay. Do you still have it? Yeah, I do. Awesome. I got it in Hong Kong. I bought it actually in Hong Kong. I mean, it was it wasn't just a watch; it's a major watch, you know. Right. And um, and uh, it was kind of like uh, a gift for myself. That's awesome. For the uh, the album, the work, and all that. I don't know why watch, but um, that's what that was my first uh, gift to myself. So, and uh, it was. Yeah, that was a good, that was a good, uh, I'm glad I did that. That was, that was the first thing I bought. Nice. Does it still work? Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. Cool. Oh, yeah. Right. Also, I know that you've performed with many well-known musicians in your day, with not just Steelheart, and they went on to other projects, but you also uh, collaborated with The Doors former members of the yep. Doors just like Ian Asbury did when he did the Doors of the 21st century um, now the question is if you got to perform with any other musician alive or dead who would it be with and why I would say I would say probably the uh, Page Jimmy Page awesome um, because you know I have um, I don't know I, I have that connection I have that I feel I have the same connection with the spirits that they have. Right. You know, um, and 
I always uh, thought this at some point that we would do something, you know what I mean? And there's been a lot of really interesting conversations with people that I'm not trying to put us together and stuff like that. And you know, you never know, maybe at some point it will happen. Um, yeah, I mean, I just have that same energy. I can feel, I can feel uh, where the, the, well, what I say, the, uh, the channel is coming from, and I, cause I'm, I feel I'm a part of it. Right. So, um, yeah, I would say definitely, you know, Jimmy Page would be great. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. And with all the bands that you've come across and played with and seen live, have you ever been starstruck? No. I'm not, uh, I, um, and it's not a disrespect or a cocky thing. It's just, uh, I just respect everyone's talent, you know? When right. See it, it's just like, it's like, okay, wow, this is, uh, like, uh, when I saw Bruce Springsteen, you know, on the side of the stage. And it's like, wow, this guy, it's like, you know, he's full of heart, energy, love, you know, all this stuff. I mean, everybody is just, um, you know, when they're in there, in their beauty and their gift, should I say, you know? Right. It's, it's just, it's just beautiful to watch. You know what I mean? True. And, um, but I never, it's never to me like, ooh, oh my God, you know? It's, um, I'm a part of it. You know what I mean? So I respect it, but not, uh, I never, I guess I never could get goofy on it. That makes sense. True. Got it. All right. So when you're not performing or doing music, what are your hobbies? Uh, my hobbies, I'll go down to Palm Springs and, uh, like, have a nice, uh, nice games or something and, uh, hit the, hit the pool. Really? Yeah, just hang out chill. I mean, I, I work so much, Steve, that, um, I gotta tell you, like, nowadays, being an artist today <clears throat> is six times the work that it used to be. Right. It really is. And I don't think anybody will realize it. I mean, I did it to the point where I filmed, I filmed the making of the last album. Yeah, I, see, I, I saw some of it. I wanna, yeah, I wanna, yeah, you saw some of the vlogs, and it's just, it's just brutal, you know, what has become today. So, when I'm not doing anything, I'm with my girl, and we'll go to the beach, or we'll go away. Like tomorrow, I'm leaving up to Ohio, uh, to a, uh, uh, like a spa kind of thing. I, I'm just gonna go down and just, just rub me, just gently rub me and massage me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can, <laughs> that's what I can use, you know. Wow. Okay. Oh. Right on. Yeah. Yeah, that's my big, that's my big, my big, uh, days off, which is, I'm filing. So. Nice. Alright. So, besides your bandmates, and everything. Who are your rock star friends? Like, do you hang out with any other fellow rock stars? I don't. I mean, it's really bizarre. I mean, I know, I know several, but and I really don't. I mean, it's like I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a part of my own my own thing. Is that I'm like um, I work too much, man. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I really do. I okay. mean, it's funny. It's like, like I'll, I'll do like right now. We're we're uh, finishing a new video that needs to be cut. We got the whole 30th anniversary. Got to focus on. We got to re-record that. I got another record that we got to record. I mean, it's endless. Be what I do. And honestly, sometimes like uh, even when I'm working, and then I'll say, All right, well, you know, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna take a day off. But I'm not going anywhere. I'm home. I'm like, oh shit, I got no friends. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's bizarre, man. I just don't, I, I don't know. I just don't have the time to be, 
there's so much to be done, so much in music and, you know, art that I want to accomplish. Right. And there's not enough hours in a day. So, and you need to devote time into hanging out, making new friends or making, you know, all that stuff. It just takes time. Right. And, um, so I'm pretty, uh, I guess I guess I'm pretty much like a, a crazy uh, Einstein kind of dude in the studio all the time. Nothing wrong with that. Sure well, I'm not sure if it's good or bad, but it is what it is. Gotcha. You know, oh, yeah. you know it could change at any time, but right now, there's boys in the studio making shit happen. Awesome. <laughs> nice. All right, going back to the first album, my ex-girlfriend's name was... and. Still is my ex-girlfriend, and I'm still friends with her. Um, her name was Eileen. She wanted to know who was Eileen, and she's like everybody loves her because she's awesome. But she wanted to know was there an actual girl named Eileen that you dated or were involved with, or no? no I, I didn't date her. It was me and Jimmy wrote that song, uh, and uh, well, it was it kind of fell into a couple of people. Okay. Um, one was uh, everybody loved Eileen. She was uh, totally cool, and she was always uh, kind of hanging out with the uh, with the band. Okay. You know? But um, yeah, there's more to it, but we don't need to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you said that the 30th anniversary album is due out when? Next next year. Next, next year. year. And we're gonna yeah. Here's, here's we're gonna build this. We okay. just started. We just started this process. Okay. Um, you know, I decided to do it. We um, I waited for Universal for uh, for a long time to, to respond to me for the licenses of the songs. You right. know, and um, and it took so long, and I was like, you know, now why don't we just re-record? So we're at that point right now that we're just going to re-record the songs. And um, as we're doing it, I want to bring it the fans and everybody. Same thing, you know, we'll film it as we're recording it and uh, bring people in and yada yada, you know, just make a little fun out of it, the whole thing. Right. We're going to do a, uh, it'll be, we're going to do a whole pre-release coming up. Right. A whole campaign. We're going to make, uh, it looks like uh, we're going to make some steel heart jackets. Cool. Uh, for them. Yeah, so we're building, this is like, you know, all the things we're building on. Uh, a lot of vintage stuff, posters and things. Just, we're just accumulating and putting a whole bunch of stuff together for everyone um, of all the years that we put into this, you know, and the journey we've been uh, together on, should I say. Um, and we're going to put it in a huge pa big package. So, uh, as we come up with ideas, we're just going to keep building on, on this whole 30th anniversary. And it needs to be released. We haven't got a solid date yet, but it'll be next year, sometime late next year, so we can really, really hone in and really create a beautiful package for everybody. Sweet. So, yeah. Okay. Now, you mentioned uh, your Croatian American heritage and everything. Do you speak Croatian? Yes. Awesome. 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 Uh, and I was just I was just in Croatia. Oh, right on. Um, okay. And we, um, which uh, find out which we shot a video. We shot a video in Croatia. Okay. In, um, in Zagreb, uh, part of it we shot in Zagreb. Well, I was born in Zagreb, and the in the square and uh, and then around the city. And 
then the other part, we shot uh, the video in in the Colosseum. If you look at Pula Colosseum, right, it is a Roman Colosseum. Wow, the Romans came in and built it 27 BC over there, and it's the most uh, intact Colosseum in the world. Wow, and and this my country gave me the Colosseum for three hours with no people in it. Holy cow. To, to shoot this video. That's incredible. Very, I mean, it, I'm beyond honored. I mean, I don't know if you know what that even, how incredible that is. Yeah. For someone to open the doors to a, such history. Right. You know, the, the government basically is giving me the doors to do that. And when do you see this video? This is very interesting. So we're cutting this right now and uh, we want to release it for uh, Christmas for December. Nice. So you've had some member changes through the years and everything like that. Uh, on the first two albums, <laughs> it happens though. You know, uh, the, the 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 first two albums and everything. And you said the 30th anniversary. Do we happen to see any of your former bandmates revisiting and coming back to record or to even tour? Um, you know, we're gonna well as. You know, this, this Steelheart is like, let me tell you something. Steelheart is a very, very unique band. Right. Um, or how would I say, it's, Steelheart is a, a brand, an energy, you know, of course, and a singer. Right. And, and has some great musicians throughout throughout the history of the band. It's, it's a band that kind of like everyone knows, but hasn't, tipped over the top to really really explode you know right and um, and that's what we're working on you know we're working on that energy to really kind of bring it to new levels you know because the band is the music is not just old you know 80s it has 80s flavor but it is I really feel it's relevant today you know right uh, correct me if I'm wrong you know I don't know not everybody needs to feel that way of course right but um I, uh, you know, unfortunately, Kenny passed away right. uh, last year, which was very bizarre. Because right. um, we, we did the concert in Milan, which was shot that video, the live video. Right. And then, and then he literally passed away, I think, uh, maybe a month and a half after that. Jeez. Before we went to Korea. Right. So I had a, so he passed away. So I had a, and we had this huge show in Korea. Uh, going on in Busan and uh, it was like I had a it was awful because he passed away and then I had to get a new guy and to learn the songs basically in a week wow yeah yeah I, I mean was, and that's where Joe came in and Joe did such a great job and poor guy and just like you know came out of nowhere learning the songs in a week and then he's from 40,000 people on and, and film TV so it's like ugh Jeez. you know yeah, it's been a, it's been a, to answer. I guess I'm not sure if I'm answering your questions, but I'm just giving you the history of a lot of it. Yeah, no, it's this been is... it's been a really intense, really intense ride with Steelheart. Right. Um, you know, the musicians that heard the band, the original band. You know, everybody. 
you know, people change. Right. People change, people get older, and sometimes people's energy just goes whack, you know, and they turn into someone else. And it's hard to keep that, you know, flowing all the time. So with me, it's like, I, I just got, it's like, you know, like I can't deal with all this shit. I just got to move on. Right. You, know, you guys, you guys deal with your own stuff. I don't want to deal with your, you know, whatever your issues. I just want to, we just need the articles to make music and that's it. Right. So that's why a lot of, uh, you know, members came in and out. But also, you know, just timing. People want to change. They want to do something else. They want to try something else, or or just the you know the, the energy just shifts. So that's why uh, you know it kept shifting. You know, and uh, right now I have a I have a really really nice team, nice band, good crew. I mean. The team are really focusing on building the whole thing in another level. You know, we have videos, we have some movies, we have the band, and everyone is uh, everyone's a gentleman. Everyone is very uh, respectful to each other, and um, it's really nice. You know, we we come together to do a show, and after the show, we we'll, we can all sit down and have a beer. You know, talk about how we fix something this or just it's really it's really come a long way, you know, from day one, should I say. But uh, now do all your bandmates live in California like you or do they live all over the place? No, I, I, I gotta say only one guy lives here and everybody else is uh, Philadelphia, Boston, Detroit. You know, and it's just it's a pain in the ass to be honest with you. That's one thing I really, really, really dislike. Right. And um, but I tried putting together a band, you know, here with everybody in LA and it just I just can't seem to lock in with everybody being here. It's just because of the you know, the scheduling and different artists gotta be able to tour the world and and it's not like we're not on a major tour right now, so sometimes there's spot dates and it's like all right, you know, we're fly out to Europe and we can do four or five shows. So you gotta be able to take the time off and you know. Right. It's really tricky, you know, especially when you get into life, you know, people have lives and projects and it's it's tricky as shit, you know what I mean? So Copy. Um yeah. Nice. All right. So, what's in your CD player currently? Well, one, I don't even have a CD player anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, But uh, interesting enough, you know, I do. um, You know, Steve, I gotta tell you, like, I don't really listen to a lot of bands um, because, again, I'm not. I'm not sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing because I'm so engulfed in my own world. And when I when I'm not making music or not in the studio, I like to just like uh, you know put something on. Just uh, I don't have to think, you know. So it could be anything from beach lounge to some reggae to bossa nova to you know just to uh, Indian meditation flute music or something. You know? Sweet, cool. Just just too much in the brain. You know what I mean? Totally. But, uh, I do. But uh, I will say this, uh, recently I just started saying, you know, I've got to get a little more into the loop of what uh, some of the bands are going out there, because there's some, there's some good bands out there. Right. You know? 
Okay. No. All right, so let's plug away. Any words of wisdom to giving to up-and-coming musicians? Well, you know, that's a, that's a loaded question. We could be here for days. <laughs> you know, all I can say is... Uh, it is, you really, the first thing I want to say is that you have to ask yourself, how hot is the fire? And this is crucial, more now than ever. Meaning, how hot is that passion inside of you? If it's burning that you cannot, you wake up, like myself, I wake up and I got music in my head. I walk down the street, I'm writing a song. I'm doing this, it's always just burning till this day. I mean, I can't even think straight how passionate I am about my music and my career. And if that's what you have, then by all means, you need to be in it. Okay, if you have a question or a doubt, you better ask your friends and everybody what they think about your music and be really realistic because you could easily lose 10 years in 10 minutes. Okay, right. and you can be doing something else to be much more happier than you, and you're meant to do something else. So it's really important in that area. And the other thing I can say is that it's no longer what it was. So if you think, you know, it's like you get a record company and they're going to just pick you up and nurture you and kiss your ass and, and create and make major history with you. Right. Yes, there is some of that here and there. But the majority of it is you have to know the business. You have to be a businessman. You have to be a marketing person. You have to be a lot of things. social media. You have to know all of it. Right. It's no longer, you know, smoke a joint and sing, sing and everything gets done around you. I mean, I, I've never, honestly, I've never worked harder in my life. And I have a huge team of people. Right. And, um, and that's what it is today. It's really become an individual thing. And then once you start building your individuality and your own basically company, right. then some other people may come in to help you boost it to another levels or, you know, what have you. So we'll see. I'm in the same, I'm same way actually building this company. Right. You know, Steelheart Records is everything that's going to go out from Steelheart now is going to be Steelheart Records. Everything that we do. But 
it takes a lot, uh, how would I say, it just gets in the way of people who really, really are chosen right. to be doing this. And they're the channel. Those are, those are the people that are, you know, channeling information from the other side to, to the rest of the world where they're bringing memories and um, creating history with them. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, so yeah. Okay. So what is next for Steelheart? And you, we have the 30th anniversary CD coming out later next year. Could we see tour dates? Next year is already starting. I forgot. I don't know, January, February, yeah, you see Vegas. Um, Vegas and another show in Florida again. And we were focusing, uh, I just talked to my agent yesterday, once we get this campaign going to another level, we would like to do some sort of a ground 30th anniversary tour. Okay. You know, like, literally, like, get on that, get on that horse, you know, in the bus and do one of those ground tours. So, I would love to do something like that for this 30th. Okay. So, uh, yes, there's so much, a lot in the works. We'll see how it all comes together. Sweet. So, you just have to stay tuned. Okay. Yeah. And speaking of your agent, what agency do you belong to? Because I have a lot of promoters and booking agents and club owners that listen to my show. Uh, that you work with so if you don't mind telling them and us and me so we know who to get you through to book you right well it's so Arm Entertainment okay. uh, John John Domingo and he uh, Arm is uh, I would say they're probably the biggest agency in that genre of music okay you know they have uh, all the bands Warwick and Dawkins and you know Brett Michaels and I don't know it just goes on and on so yeah man absolutely we need to uh, I'm excited to do a tour ready to go so all the agents and all the promoters feel free uh, just go on to um, actually go to steelheart.com and you can uh, get into the contacts there and there's in there it says all the information in the contact department right on so silly awesome but there's also a promoter a promoter site which is just for promoters and agents okay and um, so you make a request we'll send you a password and in there is all all the uh, requirements that you need for uh, for Steelheart awesome so for your rider and whatnot, correct everything a rider some videos live shows uh, photos uh, you know anything all the essentials sweet you need but it's not for the else it's not for the business side cool so all I can say to uh, all the fans and all the people listening I love you guys thank you for your support please keep it coming we are there's so many things going on all the time. I'm never sitting around for sure. Have some. This video that uh, we're going to release in December is uh, pretty spectacular. And let's. Uh, I, I can't wait to uh, kind of relive the journey that we did all together. You know, the 30th. I think uh, we can really have fun. Keep sending in the, the emails. I've received so many beautiful emails. Jesus, I can't even. I, I, I want to even post them, but they're so personal and beautifully written that, you know, I don't want to be rude, but um, just keep it coming. The ideas, anything you can think of, photos, I don't give a shit. If it's dirty, nasty, whatever it is, because <laughs> we're going to put a big pack. 
packaged together, you know, with, with a, like a book, you know, with all photos and things like that. So, um, yeah, love you all. Just uh, let's let's keep going. You know, let's keep let's enjoy ourselves. Let's bring a little that, a little bit of that past back, so we can laugh, live, and love. Awesome. Yeah. Steelheart.com. Everybody. And you heard it here first and definitely not last. So check them out. And like I said, the 30th anniversary tour and also his amazing catalog of music from the first album to the last album. Check them out, everybody. So until next time, everybody, thank you so much for listening and subscribing. Machenko, thank you again. Psycho Steve presents. Psycho Steve on Hair Today on Tomorrow every Wednesday on iTunes and SoundCloud. The interview sessions are also on YouTube. Get your merch at Zazzle.com backslash Psycho Steve presents Hair Today Gone Tomorrow. Follow Psycho Steve on all social media platforms. Facebook at Psycho Steve Rocks. Instagram at the underscore real underscore psycho underscore Steve. Twitter at Real Psycho Steve. For requests or dedications or if you're in a band and want us to play your music or be interviewed or for advertising inquiries, email us at PsychoStevePresents at gmail.com. Psycho Steve Presents Hair Today Gone Tomorrow is brought to you by Pearlswag Enterprises, LLC. Please join Psycho Steve every Wednesday and Friday here on...